Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today we have an eight-game Saturday slate. Yes, this is the first time I'm making some YouTube Saturday content in a while. No NFL, so, you know, maybe there's a little bit more appeal, more time to get some stuff out. But there is XFL today, so I will put a disclaimer at the beginning of this video for the few thousand of you that watch it, maybe a few hundred before the XFL games start off, or for a few thousand, who knows, hit the like button, subscribe, and all that helps us get more people in here, but um, be sure to check out my live stream at 10 a.m. East Coast time today for the XFL, just be hanging out, answering any specific questions that uh, people want to ask me to the best of my abilities that I think makes sense. There's also content over on Patreon. I spent 10 to 15 hours alone yesterday um, just putting together the tiers and the podcast and all that on Patreon for the XFL. Been working for about two to three weeks straight on XFL content, and um, there's there's not really going to be any better source in the industry, in my opinion, for that stuff. Uh, it is as bulletproof as it gets for what is a very... I would say, confused public on the XFL week one. So that's just a disclaimer there. Um, check it out. All of that is on Patreon, as well as the projections for today's slate and every single NBA slate with an interest pool updated up until lock. That's all on Patreon. You can check it out. Linked up down below if you are indeed interested. Appreciate y'all being here so much. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Like I said, my name's Sal Vetri, and I cover daily fantasy sports in a variety of different sports like the XFL now, but also the NBA, something I've been doing now for my third straight year here playing in, in this type of severe or severe um aggressive standpoint and really detailed second year of covering it via media and my own youtube channel as an independent content creator so appreciate y'all being here hitting that subscribe button we're very close i think we're like 15 or something away from 19,000. so that's awesome but then that really big benchmark number of 20,000, which is a huge goal of mine would be incredible to get there in like some sort of record timing, like another week even. So I really appreciate anybody who hits that subscribe button, shares this video with a friend over on Twitter, get some more people in here. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. So hitting that subscribe button on the podcast as well. How those ears doing over there? You can check that feed out if you if you are traveling and you can't watch a video while you drive, but also here on YouTube. So thank you so much, everybody. I do appreciate it. With that being said, let's get right into this video. So Starting with the injury news, Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn, the only injury news here. He's going to miss a couple more games, so that's going to impact Spencer Dinwiddie and also Karis LeVert, who's taken 20-plus shots in back-to-back -back games. And it seems like, look, if LeVert's going to take that type of volume, going to continue to start alongside Dinwiddie, at Dinwiddie's high price point, it's going to hurt him. At LeVert's price point that's rising in the 6K range, it's not as appealing, but it's at least interesting, I would say. In Charlotte, Cody Martin's the only player right now out with a concussion. Getting to Dallas, no official injury status yet. Maluka's still out, but no official injury status yet on Kristoff, but it is a back-to-back. Kristoff -back. has not played on a back-to-back -back yet. They said at the beginning of the year that they will have built-in rest days for him. The best way to build in those rest days is on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. That's what they've done so far. So I have him as questionable here for rest. I imagine he leans more towards doubtful. I imagine as I record this video at 6 a.m. in the morning East Coast time, that he is going to be ruled out sometime around noon or somewhere around there. So keep an eye on that. If not, he's interesting, but I'm expecting him to be ruled out. For Denver, lots of injury news as there has been for the past month and a half there. Paul Millsap is probable with a knee. He hasn't played in, I believe, like 17 straight games. So that's intriguing, 4,600 versus Phoenix. I'm expecting some sort of minutes limit to be put on him. Um, he usually only plays around 25 minutes a game, maybe just 20 or 18 in this one. Jeremy Grant is also probable with an ankle. Was officially was originally ruled questionable, then ruled probable. Michael Porter Jr. is still going to remain out, as well as Will Barton. So you should still see a good amount of Torrey Craig and probably a decent amount of Monty Morris in the rotation. Keep in mind, Malik Beasley and Juancho Hernan Gomez have been traded away from this team. 
So decent amount of run probably for Torrey Craig still. In Detroit, Derrick Rose is questionable. Markeith Morris is questionable. Both of those players missed the front end of the back-to-back yesterday. Markeith Morris is more of an illness, so he has a better chance of playing as opposed to Rose with the hip injury. Did not get traded away to the Lakers, as some suspected, during the trade deadline a couple of days ago. Derrick Rose, if he's out, Reggie Jackson has been killing it. He'll continue to see a big bump up. Um, you also have Sfi is also going to be questionable today with a hip. So that's a lot of minutes to go around. Probably around 80 plus minutes in the rotation. Probably about 60 plus in the starting rotation. Keep a very close eye on all those guys. If Markeith Morris was to play, also... Also, John Henson acquired in the trade from the Cavaliers after they shipped out Andre Drummond is questionable from the trade. So those are the four injuries, injuries and or status changes um, based on illness and trade. So it's a lot of things that can happen here. If Henson is active and Markeith Morris, it hurts Christian Woods upside who just dropped 50 plus last night um, playing 35 minutes. It also hurts Don McCurr, who's still in the 3K range today, very low 3K range after playing 30 plus minutes and averaging a point per minute last night. So keep an eye on that. If Henson doesn't play, I like Wood, I like McCurr, uh, even if Morris does play. So those guys are still in play for me. Keep an eye on Derrick Rose because that'll impact the Langston Galloway value and the Bruce Brown upside as well as the Reggie Jackson upside. For Golden State today, Draymond Green is questionable with a back, and Andrew Wiggins is questionable with a trade. This team has no shooters, right? They ended up shipping out, um, obviously, D'Angelo Russell, their main shooter, Alec Burks to Philadelphia. They have no shooters left. Damian Lee is probably the best shooter on this team, so he's going to be impacted the most, even if Andrew Wiggins starts here. He's not a shooter. Draymond Green is not a shooter. They have they even shipped out Jacob Evans, who is not a great player, but he's at least a shooter for this team. Uh, Glenn Robinson got shipped out. So the shooters that they have right now, they just signed Kai Bowman. He His G League contract, 30-day, whatever it was, expired. They just signed him to a multi-year deal. I guess he's a shooter. Um, he's slightly interesting. Damian Lee's probably the guy like the most base. Even even if Andrew Wiggins and Dre Green both start, it's still not going to impact the amount of shots I suspect Damian Lee will be taking. TJ Warren in Indiana missed the front end of a back-to-back due to a concussion last night. He's questionable tonight. And Victor Lodipo, I have him as out for rest. I saw a report that he was going to play yesterday and rest today. So I imagine that's going to help Malcolm Brogdon's minutes when he's on the court. Just more point-per-minute production, assist upside as well, as well as some other players just get more minutes in the rotation, like both the Holiday brothers, like Jeremy Lamb, like TJ McConnell. In LA with the Clippers, Patrick Beverly is out with a groin. So that updates, that helps Lou Williams. Maybe he joins the starting rotation. We'll continue to see how that goes. Keep an eye on who starts for him. Don't really have much interest though right now in a Lou Williams if he was to start. Um, and then also there's Lamarcus or, or Marcus Morris, who is questionable due to the trade. In Minnesota, D'Angelo Russell, questionable due to a quad, but also the trade to see if he'll be able to be cleared, as well as a bunch of other players that got traded there. Jacob Evans. Amari Spellman, Malik Beasley, all those players are, have been acquired by Minnesota since the trade deadline. They are all questionable today. We'll get more news, I imagine, before lock on their status if they've cleared their physicals. In New Orleans, Brendan Ingram is questionable with an ankle. If he is out, Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brendan Ingram benefit the most. Derek favors to an extent. I would have the most interest in Lonzo, but his price point is up there. I do like Lonzo um, all a good amount today. Or I would have the most interest in Lonzo. Zion's price is up there today is what I meant to say. Darius Arts is questionable. He missed the front end of the back-to-back. Rashawn Holmes is questionable with the shoulder. He missed yesterday, but he was very close to playing. Kyle Lowry is doubtful after sustaining whiplash in yesterday's game. He left the front end of the back-to-back. And Marcus All did miss last night's front end of the back-to-back. Questionable with a hamstring. I don't suspect him to be playing on the second end of the back-to-back, but we shall see. So that's all the injury news. I'll move right to the early interest page. The target offense sheet that some of you are probably accustomed to watching this. As I shoot this, these eight games, there's a, there's a showdown slate earlier. There's only like three totals out. So the target offense sheet will be updated later in the day, put on Patreon as well. So be sure to check back in and see how that's going. With that being said, 
Appreciate everybody being here to this point. I'll post up now the projections link above. Also, I see a lot of people signing up as I just looked at this right now. Will McLeod, I'm not sure if that's how I say your name, but thank you for signing up for the XFL um, package, priority package. Yeah, be sure to get those tiers. If you're playing XFL today and you're not using some sort of rankings, tiers, information that you think is trustworthy and not just some guy looking at the DraftKings player pool on his YouTube channel, I don't know if people are doing that, but Man, it probably took this week alone somewhere around 40 to 50 hours to feel confident in this week alone, not even in the past. So be sure to check that out over on Patreon and be sure that you're looking at the priority and or Hall of Fame packages because that's where the tiers and rankings are going to be stored. That's exactly what I'm going off of. That is exactly pretty much in the last two to three weeks, a few hundred hours of XFL research um, accumulated into one tiers and ranking system. Um, You're not going to be able to make that up in the next couple of hours. Uh, that being said, um, so I don't really like the upper range today. You have LeBron, you have AD, you have Jokic. I'm not really a fan of this upper range. Towns is up there as well. So I, I, you can make cases for all of them and say, yeah, they're, they're all 60-point upside guys. They all have quality matchups. Jokic against Phoenix, uh, Anthony Davis versus Golden State today, even LeBron versus Golden State. Yeah, I get it. And I have Davis and Jokic listed here. Um, I think Davis in a competitive game, which I don't think this one stays competitive, plays 34 minutes. Jokic in a competitive game, which maybe this one stays competitive. Phoenix playing better as of late, maybe plays 32, 33, 34. There's still no Barton out there, but he does have Millsap back. So it kind of impacts what he can do rebounding wise a little bit. So I'm very meh. I have in the notes towards the top end place today. I'm kind of floating in the mid range as of right now. Obviously injury news can change that. The value that's already on this slate, depending on trade news, uh, could also make it just really easy to get up to the top range and hard to ignore but this next tier stands out to me. Devin Booker at 8300 Price comes up $400, continues to produce another 50-plus point performance in, in fantasy-wise his last time out. Shooting guard eligible is just a little bit underrated for him. Because of the type of player he is, you can get another point guard into your lineup. Somebody who's ball-dominant, point guards score a lot more because they can just kind of possess the ball, drive, kick it out for assists, upside, double-double bonuses. And the fact that you can throw him into your shooting guard bracket is very, um, I would say, intriguing to me. Pascal Siakam at 8200 Price rebounds $700, as it should have. He was too cheap at 7500 last time out. One, a really good matchup versus Brooklyn here. Hard to ignore that. Two, Kyle Lowry is doubtful after sustaining whiplash last night. They already said unlikely to play. Haven't been as doubtful, projecting him not to play. Huge production boost with Lowry off the court. You also take into account that Gasol is going to be off the court, which, yes, Serge Ibaka will be playing alongside of him. So point per minute doesn't change that much when that's happening. But those some, I don't know, five to ten minutes when Ibaka is not next to him and there's no Gasol, and it's Chris Bouchard, it becomes much better for Siakam. So uh, Siakam stands out a lot today, especially we know Lowry, and so will a couple of other Toronto Raptors. DeMar DeRozan continue to project him for 35, 36 minutes. He's playing huge minutes, and they're hard to ignore at that point. Now his price range is up there. I would prefer Booker. I would prefer Siakam, but I do expect him not to go higher on because of that. Lonzo Ball becomes a more appealing option if Brandon Ingram is out for me. He's at 7,200 today. Continues to exceed value. Um, you find him here in a more difficult matchup. No Oladipo, which his defense has been very well since he's come back. Well documented. A couple of people on Twitter talking about it. That is the case. Still a tough matchup. Indiana has depth for defense, I would say, which is both the Holiday Brothers, Rodman to an extent. So Lonzo at 7,200. I probably only get there if Brandon Ingram is out. Otherwise, I think it's just a neutral play. LaMarcus Aldridge, 7,100. Price point finally rebounds out of the 6K range. Maybe not the spot to jump on him as the price increases, but if there's no Rashawn Holmes today, again, missed the front end yesterday, probably going to be questionable today for Sacramento. They shipped out Dwayne Denman. They're going to put Harry Giles, who's not a great defender out there, for somewhere close to 18, 20 minutes maybe. And then it's just be Alita, and then they play a little bit smaller. So it's really hard to see this being a quote-unquote difficult matchup for LaMarcus Aldridge. So he stands out. 
The next two guys are both 6,900. They're both Toronto. They're both facing Brooklyn today. Serge Ibaka's price is getting up there, but he continues to play well. Gasol's likely to miss again. So if Gasol does miss, I'll get to Ibaka, project him for 32 minutes in a really good matchup, has put up 40-plus in back-to-back games. And I think that's worth mentioning because he's still too cheap. This is Ibaka who should be and was earlier in the year when Gasol was out, somewhere close to 75, 7,700. So the fact that he's still in the 6K range, I'm not going to jump off of it just yet. Fred Van Vliet with no Kyle Lowry, 6,900 is a steal. It might be one of the best plays on the slate. He's going to average over a point per minute. He's probably going to play instead of the 34 you've been seeing as of late, closer to 38. So yes, against Brooklyn with no Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn's defense has kind of been up and down this season. I'm fine taking on Fred Van Vliet at 6,900. Out of all the plays that we've talked about so far, I mean, the, the Bookers, Siakams, they stand out, but then Fred Van Vliet stands out the most after that. Christian Woods price is up to 6700 as it should be. 6, 6K was just way too cheap yesterday. I have him in yellow. I have more interest in Christian Wood if John Henson is not active. And or you could also say Markeith Morris, who was missed yesterday with an illness. If both of those players are out, run Christian Wood out at 6700 Again, power forward eligible still against New York and feel really good about it. If Henson and Markeith Morris are in, the minutes get a little bit wonky. Wood played 35 yesterday, and I can easily see Wood playing 30 if both of those guys are in but not 35. And with the price point getting up there, it's a little bit more interesting. You you might have John Henson directly splitting minutes with Don McCurr at the center if that was to happen. And maybe you give them both 24 minutes, whatever it might be. They both look like okay plays at their price points. But then if Markeith Morris plays, he could easily end up playing 22, 24 minutes and splitting minutes directly with Christian Wood. So it starts to get a little bit more risky. Keep a close eye on that Detroit news. Malcolm Brogdon at 6,500, no Oladipo next to him, as good of a matchup as it gets against New Orleans, both um, pace-wise and just total defense of New Orleans. Brogdon at 65 stands out a lot. Karis LeVert, I should put a yellow mark on him if you're watching on the video version. Uh, LeVert at 6,300 is getting up there in price. Tough matchup against Toronto. I probably don't get there as much. All the names on this list, he's probably the least interesting to me. But the fact of the matter is, he usually would shoot eight to nine times a game and have to get hot there, have to get to the free throw line and really just pick up more peripherals. With Kyrie out the last two games and him starting, and Kyrie still not playing, and I expect LeVert to start again, he shot 20 times in back-to-back games. If you give him 20 shots or so, he's going to do exactly what he's done. Average around 40 fantasy points a game the last two times out. So I think he's still in play, just the matchup and the price are becoming less appealing. Ownership, if it's low on him, I'm fine taking steps. Jamal Murray has no minutes limit. He played 42 or 43, I believe. Um, ended up playing, yeah, 43 minutes in the last game out there where they had just seven bodies. There's no limit around his minutes. Um, he gets a matchup against Phoenix today. 6,100 is probably, especially with no Barton, it's probably somewhere around 500 to eight to $900 too cheap. He's about around the 7K player in this matchup. You're getting him very cheap. Tim Hardaway Jr. with no, and this is very interesting. A lot of Dallas will become even more appealing once and if, I guess I should say, Christoph Porzingis is ruled out. Tim Hardaway Jr. at $5,600 against Charlotte. Even if Hardaway, even if Porzingis is in, that's really appealing. Going to project him for around 32 minutes. I wouldn't be shocked if he played 34 with no Porzingis. In a very good matchup against Charlotte. Charlotte plays at a slow pace, but they're just terrible defensively. Damian Lee at 5,500. This team has no shooters left. That is my note in the P column, the right-hand column that you see here in purple. They have no shooters. Again, they shipped out Damian, or they shipped out um, D'Angelo Russell. They shipped out Alec Burks, the two best shooters. They shipped out Jacob Evans, who was not a good shooter by other means, but somebody who had hands to shoot a basketball. They shipped out Glenn Robinson. Um, Draymond Green is questionable today. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is questionable today due to trade. It's Damian Lee. It's Kai Bowman to an extent. And that's really it that's left on this team. You could argue with me, Jordan Poole, but we're, not, we're getting into bad players then at that point. I mean, Ty Bowman is arguably a bad player. Damian Lee at 5,500. Yes, it's a difficult matchup, but his price point there, he should play in the 30s and minutes, especially if Wiggins and or uh, Draymond don't play, should play in the 30s. 
And if that's the case, I wouldn't be shocked to see Damian Lee being a guy who takes mid to high teens in shots today. Maxi Kleber's in yellow. I only have interest at 4,900, if indeed, and a very good matchup for Charlotte. But if indeed, you have no Kristoff today. Miles Turner at 47, hard to prioritize him because he's only center eligible and he's not the greatest of producers, but the matchup against New Orleans won't get any better and the price tag is very appealing. OG and Anobi at 4K becomes an interest of mine early in the day because of the value and no Kyle Lowry. I expect OG to play pretty much 30 or around there in minutes, get those securely. He's one of the more variant players in the league. 30 minutes, he can have one fantasy point or 30 minutes, he can have 40, depending on his shooting, depending on how hot he gets early on. Um, right now, he's a interest of mine, but as the day goes on, he might actually fade out of my interests. Willie Colley Stein at 3,500, probably somebody who, as the day goes on, looks better. Right now in the morning, if you're looking at this, you're going to say, eh, I don't want to play him. He's going to play like 10 minutes. Once Kristoff gets ruled out, he's going to play somewhere in the mid to high 20s in minutes against Charlotte at 3,400 likely becomes one of the top values on the slate if Porzingis is ruled out. And then Thon McCurr is my last play here. DraftKings just messed up. Um, look, if Henson and or Morris, and mainly Henson doesn't play today, Mercur is going to have to play 30 minutes again like he did last night. He scored 33 fantasy points, I believe. At 3,300, he just once again stands out as a sore thumb, obvious value option against New York. Now, look, he's not a great point per minute producer, but it's just a pure minutes upside that gets him there. Keep in mind, if John Henson is active, I probably don't have as much interest in Don Mercur. I would have more interest in John Henson, but keep an eye on the starters. If Mercur was to start today and Henson was to be active, you might see 20 minutes out of a Henson, 28 on Adam McCurr, that still seems okay. If both Morris and Henson are active, it can get really wonky. You can end up having Christian Wood picking up backup center minutes, and then um, Sekou Demboye and Marquise Morris playing at the four, and Don McCurr all of a sudden just is, is a DMP or plays like six minutes. So keep an eye on all the news for Detroit today. That being said, thank you for tuning into the Saturday edition of the NBA Breakdown videos. Eight games slate today on February 8th. I'm going to get this video and podcast up as soon as possible. Projections will be out later in the day today. Um, I'm going to project them. I'm not going to put them out uh, probably until maybe afternoon, right around 1, 2-ish, mainly because I think we're going to get a lot of news early on from these trade updates on physicals. Kristoff, things like that. And I just don't want to be projecting a whole team of guys like Minnesota today who uh, is waiting on uh, four players to see in if in Golden Stadium and to see if they're going to clear trade or not. I'd rather just get that news around noon and then project that team instead of just shuffling a bunch of things afterwards. So thank you for tuning in. Be sure to check out drafters.com. Their logo is up above. If you're still listening, you get a 100% deposit match up to $50 if you use the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-1-0-0. It's an online snake draft format. You should check out drafters. I like playing over there. It's different from the salary cap leagues. And also check out my XFL exclusive content over on Patreon. Again, multiple hundreds of hours have gone into those uh, tiers that uh, are on there right now. There's a podcast. There's data sheets with my interests labeled. But the tiers are the big holy grail of it all. Be sure to check that out. Linked up down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name's Sal. You already know that. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.